Hey guys, and welcome back to episode three of the Matthew Freeman Show, where we explore different topics that we encounter in everyday life and kind of, uh, you know, parse them out a little bit, talk a little bit deeply um, in some cases, try to add some humor in some cases, um, and just add some perspective, you know, outside perspective on, you know, everyday situations that we encounter. Um, This is about the third episode, and I just want to thank everyone who has listened thus far. I also wanted to let you know that you can um, follow me on Instagram at at Matthew Freeman, that's M-A-T-H-E-W-F-R-E-E-M-A-N, or at Matthew Freeman Fitness on Facebook. I uh, definitely would appreciate getting to know each and every one of you. Um, Again, I always um, ask that you can send me messages or emails of things that you'd like to hear at you know Matthew Freeman Fitness at gmail.com as well. So last episode I went a little bit deep and talked about uh the famous last words that you know my father had said to me and I, I don't want to go deep this week uh in that kind of way. I actually want to talk about why nutrition is so darn difficult this week. You know as a personal trainer uh, fitness coach, strength and conditioning coach for a high school football team, coach of athletes at powerlifting meets, etc. As I've I've told you guys, um, we see nutrition in so many different ways, uh, so many different aspects. So we have like performance nutrition, we have you know general everyday health and wellness nutrition, um, we have you know eating for vanity if you will, um, eating for health. We have numerous labels or, you know, different diet protocols that are out there on the shelf. If, if you're someone who's interested in getting to, you know, getting a little healthier, eating a little healthier, you know, you can find material to support Anything that you think might be the way or anything that you've seen someone have success with. So, you know, paleo, primal, vegan, vegetarian, carnivore, frugivore, you know, um, ketogenic diet, if it fits your macros, you have the Jenny Craig's, the Weight Watchers. You have the Atkins diet. You have the eat right for your blood type. Eat right for your personality type. You have 21 day extreme. You know, the list goes on and on and on with different ways that you can be successful with food. Ways that you can eat in a healthful manner that, let's be honest, most people embark on eating healthier for vanity reasons. Most people want to, you know, lose weight, um, get a little tone. We hear this all the time. I would like to be a little more tone and tight and uh, lose a little weight or, 
you know, I looked and felt my best at 137 pounds, so I just want to get there again. So generally, the journey to eating healthier starts with, you know, a desire to change the exterior. Um, But that's not always the case, and I don't want to sound as though I'm pigeonholing that as the only case. There are there are other times where people just don't feel well, they're tired, they lack energy, um, sex drive drops, um, you know, there are a lot of health reasons. Uh, sometimes it's the doctor says if you don't eat healthy or more healthful, you know, something not so good is going to happen. And so nutrition can get really confusing because the standard American diet or the information that is published is, you know, in my humble opinion, outdated um, and completely backwards. But that is the information and that is like the the thing that we are given as a starting point. And so nutrition can be super confusing. Uh, and then you and then you take it like into a household and you want social support, right? So you have a significant other, a spouse, or you know, a friend, and you guys decide we're gonna do this diet thing together, and you choose paleo, and paleo's, you know, really good for one of you and not so good for another. One person's having great success and the other person feels terrible. You know, it just it gets gets really confusing, you know, it gets frustrating and you're sitting there going, why I'm doing everything that they're doing? Why am I not getting the same results? So you start Googling different things and it just leads you down this rabbit hole of information that is overwhelming. There are ways to simplify nutrition. You know, I've talked about this uh, countless times before, but, you know, obviously not eating processed foods, eating whole foods locally, you know, sourced and and grown, um, organic for the most part when you can, when it makes sense, when it's affordable, you know, eating the highest quality of animal meats if you are an animal meat eater, um, the highest quality of plants if you're a plant eater, Um, obviously slowing down, chewing your food, uh, taking time to actually masticate so that you can digest and absorb the food and utilize the nutrients, getting a mix of, you know, micronutrients, um, making sure you have a good intake of water, uh, you know, a a meal should last somewhere between 15 and 20 minutes in most cases, because that's about how long it takes for your belly to signal the brain, that uh, you know it's full, so when you eat super fast, you still feel hungry and you end up eating more. So there's natural portion control when you slow down, you actually chew your food, you allow it to satiate you. Um, a lot of people don't know exactly what macronutrients are, so you know protein, carbohydrate, and fats make up your like three macronutrients that you hear talked about. A lot. I like to throw fiber in there for something uh, for us to be aware of. Um, digestible and non-digestible fiber, and that you hear that come up a lot when people are on the ketogenic diet because 
you know, do I do total carbs or net carbs and net carbs or carbs minus fiber. Um, so, you know, there's a, a lot of ways to get confusion. So you go back to this team. They both go on paleo. They have two entirely different results. They, they, they go down a rabbit hole and they start to wonder, you know, what's right for me. Uh, and, and, you know, it's like common question. I'll ask a client, you know, what, a, what is your nutrition like? You know, how do you eat? Oh, I eat healthy. Well, what does that mean? That's another rabbit hole. Uh, I eat a hundred calorie bread. I eat non-fat yogurt. I eat non-fat this. I eat non-fat milk. I you know, or I don't do dairy. I do only almond milk. Um, you know, I use coconut oil. How much coconut oil? You know, for cooking oils and etc. Uh, I don't really usually eat out very often, but when I do. Yada, 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 yada. So, you know, that that nutrition thing goes all over the place. And then, and then it's like, how much do you eat in a day? And, and how much do you need to eat in a day? I have no clue. I usually eat two to three times. All right, we'll track that for five days. And we find out, you know, two times one day, five times the next day, all snacks the next day, one time the next day three meals the next day. And since we're all mostly creatures of habit, these are, you know, very similar things. So, you know, I often see someone, it's like I've had a latte, two Lara bars, a protein shake, a salad with a little bit of chicken on it, hold the dressing, um, or non-fat, you know, some kind of non-fat blue cheese. (laughs) Uh, anyways, you know, and, uh, and then maybe for dinner, they'll say I had, you know, a little bit of salmon, veggies and, you know, rice or something like that. And that's a day of, of food. And it's like, what do you do for work? And, you know, there's the person that sits at the desk all day. There's the person that runs around all day. There's the manual laborer, you know, there, there's all sorts of different energy expenditure. So I know it seems like a lot of 10 minutes of a lot of rambling, but it it comes back to like, you can't just kind of go, I'm going to try this and dive into some diet protocol and start trying it without first kind of having an idea of, you know, how much do I exercise? How intensely do I exercise? How much do I rest? What's my what are my stress levels like? What are what is my sleep like? You know, how much water do I take in on a given day? Um, and how much food do I actually need? And you know, of what what nutrients am I not getting within the foods that I'm eating currently? I mean, there are so many questions and. And so what ends up happening is we haphazardly just dive into something and we have a little bit of success, but then then we hit a plateau and we think, oh, it's all wrong. So we dive into something different and then dive into something different. And it just makes nutrition freaking hard, you know, like just absolutely confusing. And not to mention, like, when we find out that 
a food's harmful for us, but we don't want to get rid of it. You know, it's like, hey, you got a limit to 100, 100 milligrams of caffeine per day. No way I'm giving up my coffee. Even if it's killing me, I'm not giving up my coffee. Hey, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of, of all of these things. Or, you know, I, I never feel good when I eat this food, yet I just have to have it. And that dives into a whole nether planet. What I really wanted to conquer on today's podcast, though, about nutrition is that you're darn right it's confusing. There's new information every single day. And since we live in the information age, anything you want to find as support for something you believe in, you can find. So if I wanted to find support on why wine is actually healthy for me, I could find it. Chocolate, I could find it. Donuts, I can find it. Just go to a local powerlifting meet, you know, get a hundred people telling you why donuts are, are good for you or even a CrossFit competition. Anything you want to find to support your cause is out there, but that does not mean that it's correct. There are arguments and counter-arguments for every hypothesis to a degree. I mean, if you Google the potato diet and look at the guy who ate only potatoes for a year and lost hundreds of pounds, only potatoes, or there was a, a woman who ate only bananas and up to like 30 bananas a day that had significant, you know, weight loss gains. Like if, if you want to do it, it's it's out there. And then you have intermittent fasting. What are the benefits of intermittent fasting? You can find a million benefits for intermittent fasting. But is intermittent fasting right for you i mean that's that's left to be known it's it's incredible to you know sit back and understand that food sources and food availability was different across this world all over the place and and people survive so you know high fat low carb high carb low fat we can find studies that show people who have survived and and thrived with all of these different food sources. So then where do you start? That's that's the the big question. And unfortunately when you're overwhelmed with information, what you often do the most or most of the time is you don't start. And that's an even bigger dilemma. So what I want to encourage you to do and what I I really just kind of want to get out of this podcast today um, to the to the public is, you know, pick something, stick with it over a period of time, do your research, journal, know how it makes you feel and don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. And if you're uncertain, get advice from someone who knows 
Be disciplined about it, though. When you decide to follow a plan, this is a, uh, something I see that's real common. You, you decide to follow a plan, but you follow only what you like or what you think works for you. Instead of following it to the letter. Follow, follow it to the letter unless there's something in that letter that you already know or have been told is not good for you. And follow it to the, to the letter. Be disciplined. Follow it for 30 to 60 to 90 days. Again, know how you feel. Make notes. Make small change over time. Throw one thing out. Add something new in. Add variety. At the simplest nature, if you ate whole foods, got rid of processed foods, ate slowly till you're about 80% full, chewed your food, masticated it so you could absorb it, took away the stimulation while you were eating, enjoyed the, the process, made sure you had protein, some veggies, some carbohydrate, and fat every time you ate to help manage your blood sugar and did this like three to four times a day, you'd be on a really good start. If you focused on high quality meats or high quality vegetables, man, you'd be significantly on your way with just that. If you cut sugar back you know, minimize the sugar intake reduce the, the the need for caffeine to maybe a simple cut focused on getting eight hours of quality sleep made sure you drink about two-thirds your body weight in water that'll be a phenomenal start but regardless of what you choose which direction you want to go with nutrition, what kind of diet you want to follow. Uh, I don't even like the word diet because diet to me kind of says caloric restriction. And that's a whole nother podcast and a whole nother conversation. But if you just picked something, followed those steps and did this disciplined over time, you'll know when you need to eat a little less or a little bit more. And you'll start getting somewhere. If I had any really good advice, stop listening to everybody else and do what feels right for you. I don't care which program helps you be successful. It's just find a protocol that helps you feel successful. Don't do the same thing over and over and over again expecting a different result. Don't call it healthy because it's in the the vegan donut category. A lot of these different protocols, we haven't even been able to follow someone long enough to know if they're healthful or not. I eat a higher fat, lower carb, moderate protein, so some would call it ketogenic. I, I call it you know modified Atkins because I do have some carbohydrate based on performance, but 
The reality is I stumbled upon that for health purposes. Through trial and error, through discipline tracking over time. You have to put in the work, bottom line. You're not going to get anywhere just guessing. And with all the information out there, it's overwhelming. So start small with the simple steps that I told you. Talk to you about. Find someone local that can help you. Kind of sift through the information. And like dumb it down to just what you need to know. And then be willing to do something. Like the resistance is incredible. And I guess that goes into the psychological component of food, which is a whole nother animal. But yes, nutrition is completely overwhelming. And that's why we have to break it down to simple steps and just start moving, start taking action, start heading in a direction, and then allow that direction to formulate. Thanks again for listening to another episode of The Matthew Freeman Show. Just wanted to open up the conversation on nutrition. Threw a lot of things out there for you to think about. Nutrition is a complicated subject, but we can figure it out together. Be willing to explore. Be willing to try. Be willing to be creative. And just be determined. And you'll get there over time. Again, thank you for tuning in. And uh, we'll talk to you uh, next week. Have a great day.